We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here we go. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Did not learn much about the broken pipe at the house, other than it's coming from underneath the toilet. So I did not think that sounded good. uh, uh, That's probably not good at all. Is that a sewage pipe? It's, it's, it's coming back up into the back. I don't know. We need a plumber Jeez, at the house. Dude. So we're getting that called. And in the meantime, we got an edition of Football's Finest. Here's Eric Chiafalo. Listen, man, it's tough to be a fan of the front runners, but I think there's a fan base and a team and an organization that I'm feeling uh, the worst for right now. Uh, who has it worse than the Browns? I think the answer is nobody. Uh, when you consider where they're at right now, they, uh, of course, got destroyed in the playoffs. And Take a number. They, uh, they got destroyed by the Texans, who is the team that they will be uh, giving also their first-round pick to this year. Yeah. So you're the Browns, the, the Texans beat you in the playoffs, and you will be giving them your first-round pick, yeah. and you got fleeced in the deal uh, – for Deshaun Watson, of course. And then they follow all that up with Baker Mayfield advancing in the playoffs. The Browns fans have to be looking around. I mean, they're calling into work. They're looking in the mirror. They're just glazed over. They look like, you know, Cowboys players did within the first five seconds of the game the other day. Where they're just, kickoff. just sort of lost. Yeah, just staring into the abyss. Uh, I mean, that's 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 as Cleveland as it gets right there, dude. You lose to the team who owns your first-round pick. They fleece you in the Deshaun Watson deal. The quarterback you didn't want so that you could get Deshaun Watson is wow. now uh, taking a pretty subpar Tampa team to round two of the playoffs. That's the hardest they've ever <laughs> Cleveland did. That's just phenomenal. By the way, just picked up a dub. Uh, she... She took off the back of the toilet thing uh, to fiddle around in there when the toilet wasn't running mm-hmm. because the pipes were, you know, having a hard time. She dropped that top thingy okay. back onto the reservoir. Right. So last night she said, Dad, I broke that top thingy. I, I need to get it fixed or uh, replaced. And I'm like, okay, cool. But she also created a tiny crack in the reservoir uh, that had been leaking overnight. So it's just a little toilet situation. Yeah, it's just a toilet situation. A couple, okay. two or three hundred bucks. I'm considering that a, a win at this point Huge. as compared to having to open up the drywall and get a piper, you know, a plumber in there. No doubt. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations, man. Thank you. What a relief. You ain't kidding. Just had a 12 year old who broke her own toilet trying to be handy woman. <laughs> that's another. That's another problem, but you know, much more manageable. 100. percent At least she's trying. Man. Is there any? Yeah, is, so is there? Is there? She learned she shouldn't be a plumber. That's right. Yeah, that's we can just kind of eliminate that off her list, right? Leave that to highly skilled individuals. Yeah. I mean, don't kill her dreams. <laughs> now, is is there water in the house? Oh uh, yes, yes, in her room. But we probably needed to replace the carpet anyway. Been in there six years, and another she's win. been a kid the entire time. So, replaced anyway. Yeah, Time's gotta, gotta Pull this up anyway. Yeah, we're good. All right. I want to see you pull the carpet up yourself. It's not that. It's not that hard, actually. Really? Yeah. 
That sounds like one of those things your back would like be screaming. It kind of it kind of rips out of there. It, it does. Yeah, you just have to create a little hole and then it comes out of that pretty pretty quick. You're coming, in the chair. No, no, you're coming to work Monday in like in pain. Yeah, that's oh, possible. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. might we might find him on the ground the next morning. Yeah, but in the moment, he's a man can't push a shopping cart without getting hurt. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, but he could scramble for ten yards in an NFL game. He could much more than I could. Damn for sure, right he could. Yeah, for sure. if we have a good offense, and I'm getting the the defense to bite like the Cowboys bit on Sunday. If it's hello, Phil- if it's Philadelphia's defense, I think you go for a buck fifty eight. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. <laughs> uh, that's great, man. Now, what's your playoff strategy now that the front runners are out of it? Football is over. For me. Football's over for you? I mean, you still yeah. have to make your survivor pick, so well, I hope you I'll, stay a little bit educated. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, he's welcome a, don't care. He's pulling a Jay Cutler don't on this one. Okay, care. so Broadus is not watching playoffs. I'm watching all college football now. When you're watching the playoffs moving forward, are you, are you, do you have like sort of a second team, hey, for right now for this playoff run? No. I'm kind of pulling for these guys. I like their story. No. Or do you just hate watch the Packers and the Niners? I, you know. Packers. I mean, I mean, hey, it's a nice story. Work I'll there. find a way to be kind of happy about any team that uh, makes it through, other than the Niners or Packers. But how could you not love the C.J. Stroud story, just dunking all over the S two test? It's Houston, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. How can you not love that? Um, you know, and, and rooting for Lamar Jackson. I, I think there's awesomeness in there. Three in the playoffs. I mean, Baker Mayfield. I want to see Baker Mayfield going to run. This would be sweet. It, contributing more to Cleveland's pain. Uh, That's the NFL's nightmare, though, is is, is <laughs> Buccaneers and Texans in the Super Bowl. Oof. And I'm, you, I'm you, got, you got right Man now. Campbell? Yeah, I, I think the Lions are the team I'm going to rock with. Now, Texas Lions in the Super Bowl, I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah. We had C.J. Stroud and Man Campbell in there. It'd be fun. I mean, I, I feel like I want to see Patrick Mahomes go win another one. That would be awesome. I'm just, mm-hmm. I think the NFL probably agrees with you. They'd like to get him in there too. Maybe it's finally the Bills' time. Bills, yeah, and the Bills the Mafia. That would it would be that they would be they would be cool to run into out there in Vegas. Could, yeah, those guys would yeah, be insane. Would be. Yeah, oh, how many viral videos would we, we get? Could just party following? with Bills Mafia in Vegas. All right, okay, Josh yeah. Allen, let's do this thing. I could see Walchuk jumping through fire lit tables. It wouldn't take a lot of convincing. Couple shots in. Let's do this thing. Now, uh, yeah, there are some likable teams right now. you set yourself on fire and do that. I, yeah, I'm sure you would like that, Brian. Oh, I think you be... set the table on fire, and yeah, then... then I'd probably oh, I thought you worried. set yourself on fire and jump into the table. No, you set the table on fire, you jump into the table of fire, and then... And then catch on fire. And then potentially you catch on fire. Can we get the snowman suit that the guy at the game I saw caught, caught on fire? Okay, if we did that, that's, that can, that's a bad payoff. That's a good payoff. And I'm done. For life. Well, we'll let, we'll let that count exemption. as two payoffs. Yeah, no, that's if you get set on that fire. That for me is I might should have to go out with the Bills Mafia go drinking with those guys one night. That's Oof. not a payoff. That's fun. That's a good time. They might just But that is life-threatening to a very man of his age. Yeah. We know the things that he has put into his stomach. That dude's got an iron belly. Yeah. He's going to be just fine. Speaking of bet payoffs in Vegas, our next remote might be Radio Row. Would you would you sneak beers in there and pull a bet payoff hammered on Radio Row? How awesome would that be? Yes. The security, no if I remember correctly from last year, the security's pretty tight. Yeah, didn't we have but to like you put are, our thumb? We had to put our handprint up on the thing. Hey, I didn't have to put my thumb anywhere. Yeah. I mean, give it a shot. You think? That's not true. I didn't have to. That was by choice. Yeah. I mean, Will Brinson, I mean, <laughs> that guy's amazing. I 
So you're saying like get just blasted at the media party, something well, like that? Okay, here's no, what we that's do no. During you the show no. on Radio Row. Yeah. These, these big Stanleys that we've got, right? The water bottles. Instead of water in there, maybe it's vodka. There you go. Oh, right. so like a, that's full, a like a full Gatorade bottle of like scotch? There's ways. There's always ways, Brian. Get bleeping creative. It's 2024. <laughs> It'd be legendary. Uh yes, a but drunken former NFL scout on radio. Just how about row. me? Just like yeah, and then and then Broadus has to Michael, take the wireless Michael, around. Hammered Broadus with the wireless. I'm just breathing on everybody. <laughs> They're like, what the hell? Oh well, my gosh! Security. I hear it now. Mooch, mooch. Yeah, yeah. Tim, Tim, running over. No, no. Trust me, it's it's just a radio bit. It went wrong, but he's fine. He'll he won't say anything else. Oh, there's McCaffrey's mom again. Lisa. Get the hell away from hey. me, Tim. I can handle myself. Yeah. I'll tell you what. After watching that Push video, <laughs> after watching the video of Baker Mayfield walking out of the tunnel the other night, hitting the smelling salts. I'm I'm personally going to I'm going to go on Amazon where I assume I can get I can smelling get salts. I could get those for you. Well, okay, I know for sure us- get them on Amazon because I've done this before with some buddies. You've done smelling salts yeah, before? I'm kidding. You me. get the whip. Wasn't that bath too. salts you were telling me? No, not the bath salts. I drew the line there. And I was too okay. much of a coward. I, I think smelling salts on Radio Row will just see, every guest, guest every guest that sits down with us will just see if they're willing. To do like the player, before before the you start guess, the interview with us, the player guess the will best do it. would be the random just, actor we get to promote whatever movie it is. We're like, hey man, you want to do some smelling salts? Hey, can get I get into character, bro? Jim McMahon will just shove him up his nose like it's yeah. preventing nosebleed. I know, I know, Baldy will definitely be yeah. down to do some smelling salts. Gojo, um, Gojo might do some. Gojo, Gojo would hit it. Yeah. yeah, Gojo would be in. It'd be fun to see who'd be in and who would be out of the smelling salts. Mike Senior, we had Mike last year. We got the donuts for him. I think he'd be down. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in agreement there. Um, okay, I, I did want to play this sound here when you talk about the Lions. Look, look at this man, Jared Goff. I mean, you have to be happy for him. He he gets redemption over the Lions, uh, or excuse me, over the Rams, and he is now. He's being dubbed the king of Detroit, and this is him in his truck trying to get out of the stadium the other night, and he's just surrounded by Lions fans, and he just he stops, he rolls the windows down. He can't drive because it's just a sea of Lions fans chanting his name, and he just rolls the windows down, and he sits there, and he embraces this moment where Lions fans give him all the love. I'm happy for him. I'm rooting for him. I think the Lions might be might be that team for me right now. Oh, they are the team for me. I am rooting for the Lions the rest of the way. Lions Bills Super Bowl, I think, would be a lot of fun. Let's make that happen. We have Glenn Rose represented with the head coach. You yep. know, I know there's a lot of Texas guys around, and you could go Mike Evans, Baker Aaron Mayfield. Glenn. You know, there's all Aaron they're, Glenn. they're everywhere. Yeah. But Former you know, Cowboy. somewhat close to the Metroplex. Uh, just an absolute Neanderthal character, the best personality, and incredible. Then, you know, the, they're kind of become lovable losers over the years, yes. you know, and I, I like pulling for those teams and those fan bases and see that absolute pandemonium on, on the, on the faces of fans. So you would, you would be playing them this weekend. You would be, and they wanted to play you. And I think they probably would have come into AT&T stadium and kicked your ass. Woo. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is no longer, um, that is no longer. Okay. Would you, and even would a warm team. Would you guys have picked the lions against the Cowboys? If the, if the Cowboys had beaten the Packers in the rematch, yeah, I'd have been really nervous about playing the Lions again. Yes. There's no way how to pick the Lions. No, I think the, they I think the, Cowboy, the, first the Cowboys time. do that like once every five games. 
you know? So they wouldn't have been due for one, actually. They needed that to happen in week 17 or 18 and kind of get their attention and be like, oh, my goodness, that's right. We're not that good, guys. Yeah. Those, these last four weeks convinced me that we're uh, champions and Hall of Famers just like the 90s Cowboys. Thankfully, we lost right before the playoffs started to snap us back into reality so they could give their best effort. Mm. Unbelievable. You know how cocky they were last week? And I, 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 I talked myself into believing that was like speaking it into existence. Yeah. But they're, they, uh, they were so cocky. Just four more to go. Yeah, right. Four more quarters, then your season's over. <laughs> that stunk. Thank you, Chief. <laughs> My pleasure, boys. I guess I'm not done venting. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. I just learned. I don't blame you. I feel sick. Okay. Uh, here we go, Nation. It's time to hit the expressway. We take you commercial-free to the top, and we'll get you the latest on the sports news that have been developing throughout our broadcast day coming up next right here to the GBAC Nation and the fam. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. Let's uh, hit the expressway commercial-free to the top. Brought to you by the on-time experts. We'll uh, take a look at the news that's been developing throughout your broadcast day. I also have a delicious preview of Mavs Lakers tonight, what they're talking about out in Los Angeles this afternoon and evening going into this game. Uh, Pacers got Pascal Siakam, if you missed that. Jim Ursay found unresponsive at his home in December. The Colts owner of the SMU product, the Dallas native, apparently uh, suffering from a, an overdose of some sort. <clears throat> so best of luck to him getting his life together. Uh, and uh, that's about it. I mean, uh, Fletcher Cox defending Nick Sirianni as a winner and a leader as uh, the divisional round approaches. All right. Um, Brian had the news earlier. Jerry and Steven are going to meet with Mike McCarthy tomorrow. So probably tomorrow afternoon. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. Some whispers are telling me. So Okay, that's what the whispers yeah, are telling you? Yeah, the whispers are telling me. So hopefully that'll, that'll be the case tomorrow. If yeah. that happens, do you think there will be some sort of a recap report, an insider, a, a newspaper saying, hey, they met and here's what they've decided? Uh, or yeah. do we just know news is... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they'll announce any of that or anything like that. But like I said, I had a guy in the league, guy I trust, one of my really good sources say that, you know, that, that he'd heard that there's going to be a meeting tomorrow. So we'll see if, in fact, that is all the case. But, uh, you know, maybe you'll, you know, maybe something will uh, come out of this. Because, you know, McCarthy's got his guys. He's got the Jay Glazers and and uh, what Tom Palisaros and those kind of guys. So maybe you'll, maybe you tomorrow you'll get a tweet or two from somebody saying that they met and, you know, maybe by uh, by Friday you'll hear like, hey, we're going forward and this is what we're going to do. All righty. Speaking of going forward, um, earlier we were talking with Baldy about an hour, hour and 15 minutes ago, and, and he's talking about how, man, I've seen teams go up and down the field on the 49ers. This defense isn't that invincible. And, you know, it's just you just got to slow down the offense. And I'm thinking, man, how do, how do the Cowboys struggle so much against them? And then, you know, you think about this Green Bay game where they're, they're 26th offensively or defensively. And it, with their rankings, and I'm like, man, how, how did the Cowboys not go up and down the field against them? How did, how did it look so bad? And I, I'll be honest with you, you know, you might think of me as a Dak hater, um, but I'm just the most objective person on Dak in the market. And so when I speak Dak truths, the haters uh, believe that I'm too much of a homer, and the homers believe I'm a hater. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's my that's my Dak reality. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's not what you perceive, but that that's what's happening inside of me. Um. So, you know, I, I've always thought the, the intangibles of Dak are great. There, there's no way you could have convinced me. I, I think Dak is one of the toughest guys, not only physically but mentally, in the entire NFL. What he's lived through, the adversity, I think that forges you into having tremendous character. And, um, you know, his natural blessings uh, were, were to be strong. And I just don't think you get to this point as an underdog 
that no, none of the big schools wanted. So you're like, well, I'm going to make it my goal to go to Mississippi State and beat LSU. And you, and you beat mm-hmm. them once. I just think his entire story says tough, you know, not intimidated. If he loses, it's because of just lack of skill, just not being good enough. That's why Dak loses to, to me. But, man, the longer it goes on, you know, is the big game thing real? Does something happen um, in these in these games with massive consequence that bring out the worst in him? You know, what happened against Tampa? That was awesome. You know, it didn't happen there. Did Is it dispelled when the team is pathetic? You know, he, he has beaten Seattle in the playoffs as well. But, you know, maybe we're watching a guy who goes out there in the regular season and lights it up and then is like a James Harden of the playoffs where it's like, the efficiency numbers plummet and the totals, you know, plummet. And where James Harden is playing these playoff games in single-digit scoring, and it's like, what happened to this MVP candidate? Well, you know, some guys shrink. Uh, uh, Barry Bonds and A-Rod shrunk a lot early in their careers. They had moments late. Uh, you know, playoff playoff guys who withered, who were MVPs in the regular season. Kirk Cousins. You know, uh, I don't know how good of a comp that is for Dak. Some people say good. Some people say no. Horrible playoff record. Horrible primetime record. You know, who, who are the biggest big game chokers you've ever known? And is that a comp for Dak right now? Is he like the Bob Stoops of quarterbacking? Now, Bob can win it. He drops down to the XFL. Now he's a big game guy. You know, maybe there's just a barrier of, of ability. Andy Dalton's 0-4 in the playoffs. He, he kept stacking up double-digit playoff appearances there for the Bengals and just kept losing again and again. Porzingis has been brutal in the in the postseason. He falls off a cliff. Greg Norman, 96 Masters, uh, Brian. Yeah. What, Faldo, was, what was Carl Malone like? He produced. He just didn't win. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I, I, did, I know that they had really some good teams, him and Stockton, but I don't remember them having a bunch of success in yeah. playoffs. Maybe the best team of that – 90s to not win a championship because you were running up against the Bulls, but yeah. it's not Bulls, like they yeah. peed down their leg. Okay. They went to game six yeah. twice or maybe game seven once. Tony Romo had some memorable choke jobs in playoff moments. Uh, John Terry missed a PK for Chelsea once that huh. would have won the Champions League, Brian. Devastated for him, and you know, people think of him as a choker, but that was just a choke John moment. John Starks missed some free throws for the Knicks one time right against the Pacers. When yes. They, they had, that happened? Yes, I think... Uh, That's just a one-time kind of a It's thing. Nick Anderson with the more famous free throw misses yeah. for Orlando. I think he missed four in a row. And it, it messed with him so bad, he never regained his status as one of the top two guards in the mm-hmm. NBA. That was a, a legendary choking moment that almost set off some yips. Um, I don't I don't think it's yippy with Dak. What, what do you guys think? Intangible-wise, I've always thought Dak's as good as it gets in that department. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got the that's why it's like it's a little bit surprising, like just how dejected and off off his game. He looked like he was just there was a there was a weird demeanor and body language with a bunch of these dudes to like start the game. It's like they knew from the jump. They just they didn't really have a chance that day. And I I don't know. It's it's hard to put your finger on why. I mean, for a long time. What, like Peyton Manning couldn't get it really done in the playoffs, I guess. He sort of was able to get it figured out. Um, but when you're two and five in the playoffs and throughout regular seasons, which he's a regular season quarterback, but when it's a regular season game that feels like a playoff game, he goes back to just not being not being the quarterback you want. He doesn't rise to the occasion in those moments. I can't put my finger on why, but I've come to the conclusion that he is just not the type of quarterback that you can trust in a 
playoff environment, even if it's regular season game, if it's a playoff caliber team, God help us if it's on the road, you don't stand a chance. It's weird because, I mean, like this year that certainly seemed to be the case. I mean, yeah, they, they did beat, beat Detroit, right? But it's not like the offense looked amazing for all four quarters. But you go with the history of his career, like, I mean, I don't know how now if we can keep going back to 2016. It was a long damn time ago. Came into the league. This wasn't a talking point. He, I mean, Brian, we've talked about this. Goes to Green Bay, gets a win. That's over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That's the last time you probably beat the Packers. Then go to Pittsburgh, beat the Steelers on the road. You know, he's got, he, over the course of his career, he's found a way to get wins against good teams. But this year, certainly, uh, and then now the track record in the postseason. Like, yeah, he had a good half in 2016 against the Packers. First half was terrible. You beat the Seahawks in 2018. I don't know how great of a Seahawks team that was. The game in the divisional round against the Rams, he wasn't that awesome. Uh, and then the two games against San Francisco certainly were really bad. And then probably the worst was against Green Bay which was a team that is not great defensively that you felt like you should be able to go out and beat. So in the postseason, it, it's pretty indefensible right now that more often than not, he's probably not going to perform. And now it's not even like, okay, well, it's against San Francisco and a team with two of the best linebackers in the sport. Now it's like, well, crap, uh, Green Bay, are their linebackers awesome? No, we talked all week about Quay Walker and how we can't cover yeah. and how bad they were against slants. And yeah. guess what? They ran a slant. You ran a slant. Darnell Savage picks it off or turns it for a touchdown. One of the least opportunistic defenses in all of football this year, the Green Bay Packers, found so, a way to pick you yeah, off twice. It's become very difficult to pinpoint exactly what is the issue, but now you've had multiple opportunities and you've still continued to come up short. So over his career, I, I wouldn't say that in the regular season, that's necessarily been an issue. This year it was, but in the playoffs, it certainly is. And he doesn't necessarily, he's not getting help either. It's not like he's, I mean, he had, I felt like he was getting help from Mike McCarthy for like a six-week stretch this year during the regular season. But otherwise, he did not get help from him on Sunday. He was never getting help from Jason Garrett. Uh, so, I mean, there are, you go. you could watch some Kurt Warner breakdowns or, Name name that football analyst you want to get some get some opinions from, and they'll tell you the Cowboy offenses. You know it was predictable. I mean, how the heck is Green Bay? They're, they they know exactly what routes you're running. They know where you want to be, and they're beating your receivers to the spot. Your offense was predictable, and and at times your route concepts uh, on Sunday there was. Little to no spacing. I mean, when Darnell Savage intercepts that football and takes it to the house, he covered two guys on that play. Yeah, he was able to cover the the inside slant. Yeah, Dak is not going to throw that there, and then he sees Dak. Okay, he's going to the next guy on the slant. Boom! I can step right in front of it. It's easy money. When you have a defender who can cover two guys on one play that results in an interception for a touchdown, there's a lot of problems there, and it starts with the design, and then it gets to the quarterback. I'm sitting over here thinking about the Peyton Manning career and, and, and the differences and the similarities in there. I think one of the big differences is more important than ever to have a great scheme. You know, you're just talking about right there, like how, how much can you thrive? If, if, if you're not going to have a great scheme, you better be able to run the hell out of the ball, which brings me to the other thing with Peyton Manning. He lost his first three playoff games. They rarely had a good defense for him. And the first time that they yeah. did, he won four games in a row and won the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, and, and a lot of times it was him just not being able to go toe-to-toe with the GOAT, Tom Brady, mm-hmm. and Bill Belichick, defensive yeah. mastermind GOAT. Like, okay, that makes sense. Peyton Manning is taking that Green Bay defense that that Dak just got crushed by and McCarthy just got crushed by, and he's taking them to the woodshed. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's like, okay, Peyton Manning, you can't go into Foxborough where it's freezing cold and beat an all-time great defense and an all-time great quarterback. Okay, that's something I can I can give a little bit of a pass for, but when 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 you're losing, when you're losing at home to teams that you're favored by seven and a half points, and and you start the game and you're lost, and it it's, takes everything to conjure up seven points in one half. Yeah, I mean you're a problem, and I don't know how much longer you need to see it. I don't know how much longer you need to see it. I would love to see Dak and this offense with a Jedi Master offensive mind. Uh, but we're now two coaches into this thing. Those guys didn't work. I'm just over it now. Yeah, we should have enough good players that when a defense is doing that to you for two or three drives, you have some great answers. Um, and I don't feel like the Cowboys had those answers. You know, and it'll be really interesting to see how much Jerry and Steven push Mike McCarthy on that tomorrow. If you could be a fly on that wall, I wonder if Mike uh, tries to go for an extension tomorrow. I I don't think so. I wonder if he, you know, he just if. You know, we've talked about things with Mike before. Is that does Mike really need the money? You know, maybe Mike's to the point too where like I'm tired of having to deal with this general manager talking to the media every day while I'm trying to you know at post game and having to deal with this and dealing with that. Push you know? for the extension in hopes yeah. that it starts push, a fight. Push for the extension, and if you want to fire me, then fine, fire me, and I'll I'll collect my five million dollars and I'll go back to the farm in Wisconsin. You know, I if if I'm Mike tomorrow. I, I would. What 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 does he what does he sure he can lose his job, but it's not like Mike McCarthy. If Mike McCarthy gets let go, you know what's gonna happen? Mike McCarthy will get other interviews. Mike McCarthy's well, in a better spot now yeah, no, you're right. than he was when he got fired in Green Bay. Yeah. You know? I mean between him and Dak, I'm more convinced that Mike has the answers for what it's gonna take than Dak. Um really? I, I think Mike is more yeah. Yeah. Because, I'm out on both of them, but I I, I feel like I feel like McCarthy with a, a legit quarterback is worse off than Dak with like a Shanahan or, you know, name that Matt LaFleur, the guy you just saw the other day. Like, I, I, I think Dak could, I would trust, and I, I not that it, there would be a ton of trust there because most of my trust in Dak is pretty much gone, but there's a little bit more in Dak than there is in Mike McCarthy. Like, he, if Mike McCarthy's Q rating is higher now than it was when he left, uh, Green Bay the first time, it's just because his quarterback is actually g- talking nicely about him compared to what Aaron Rodgers was talking about him. Because ultimately, it's the same thing. Like, McCarthy, your offense got stale. You had no idea what to do uh, when it came to the playoffs. That was your end of your tenure in Green Bay. And that is how you just ended this season. And that's how all of your playoffs here in Dallas have gone. So it's just because Dak's not getting to the podium and doing what Aaron Rodgers would do which is this coach sucks. Dak, for some reason, either thinks this coach is good or he's just ultimate company man and he's not throwing anybody under the bus. Yeah, I want to see what Mike McCarthy will do next year. You know, I I like how he is not satisfied or is looking to change things significantly. And I think he is on the right track of figuring something out. Um, I think he underestimated what it's going to take to get this run game together. And yes, there were a lot of disappointments in Green Bay, but... They had similar team-building philosophies of what the Cowboys are doing. We're not going heavy free agency. We're drafting and developing, and there was a limitation on that as well. Aaron Rodgers took you one or two steps further 
But ultimately, I, I think a lot of it comes down to the roster. And that's my final opinion on on Dak here. And is he is he clutch or not, or is he withering? Maybe he is. Maybe he does really need to to you know to to uh, dig down and and find whatever it's going to take to perform in these high pressure moments. I never imagined that he would be that kind of player, but you know we got to get this turned around real quick. Mavs visit the Lakers tonight. Story out of Los Angeles. Ramona Shelburne, the author. LeBron, Kyrie, and the decision that haunts the Lakers. She takes us to Lakers-Grizzlies game six last year, round one. Kyrie Irving showed up on the court uh, with courtside seats directly across from the Lakers bench. A source close to Kyrie in this story says he did that to send a very clear message. He wanted to get back with LeBron. We were wondering all the next day, does Kyrie want to go to Los Angeles? Over the next three weeks, the Lakers went on a run. They end up in the West Finals, and on top of that, they had just recovered of going all in to get Westbrook, which did not work out as well as they wanted to, so they decided to go with role players around LeBron and AD, and you fast forward to tonight, and all the Lakers fans are blowing up their sports radio stations saying, how the hell did you not pick Kyrie Irving over Austin Reeves and Gabe Vincent? I mean, what the hell are we doing over here? It seems like for the last 10 years, other than that championship in the bubble, Lakers cannot make a right decision when it comes to things. I mean, well, don't forget the in-season tournament championship. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I don't want to sell them short. Might have ruined their entire season because they tried so hard to win that. They've stunk ever since. So his his minutes, his usage, everything is up 10 to 20% when they hit the skids. But the Lakers are losing James' minutes by a wide margin over this span outscored by 118 points when James is on the floor, his worst plus-minus over a 15-game stretch since joining the Lakers four years ago. So I think they might be in the middle of uh, this becoming worse because they tried to get out of it by asking LeBron to do more. I don't know if he holds up 39 years old with these kind of minutes and this kind of responsibility. Last year when it was going well, they could give it to Austin Reeves and LeBron could go chill out for uh, some sequences, but that's not a winning formula at all. So that's one way of looking at it. It's awesome. The Lakers are down. Great chance to get a dub tonight. The other thing is, if for whatever reason the Kyrie situation doesn't go as smoothly as it has, that's your out. They'd be desperate to bring in Kyrie Irving now. But, of course, you don't want to move him because he's one of the top ten players in the game. I just remember what the Brooklyn guy said when we had him on the air the day after the trade. Yeah. Just when you know everything's perfect and you're like, holy cow. Yeah. Everything's great with Kyrie. We got this figured out. That's when the other shoe could drop. All righty. That's a, a look at the expressway and uh, what we're thinking about here with these big games coming up tonight with your Cowboys storylines. Again, uh, Mike expected to meet with the Jones boys tomorrow. Into the Pimp Cup we go. Here's Lucius Alexander. Don't worry about it. Hey, baby, don't even think about it. You worry about the wrong thing, the wrong things. All right, it's a Butt Naked Wednesday. We're going to get into it right after the great Rick James. All right, you swears. It's time you smoke. Fire up this funk and let's have a toe. See that? There ain't no meat on this bone. That meat inside me right now, Cup. Look at him. Fall off the bone. You don't even need no teeth for this meat. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Better come on down here. They ain't gonna be here long to oxtail. The day 
oxtail day today. We got taco Tuesday, we got oxtail Wednesday. It's butt naked Wednesdays. Taco Tuesday, oxtail Wednesday. Shout out to my oxtail man to be over there for Regal Row 35. Oxtails be good as hell. Expensive, though. Oh, my God. New premium item. Oh, my God. It's L.A. Live for Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. Put them foes up, folks. It's a butt-naked Wednesday. Word to Miss Badu. I, too, was born underwater with $3 and six dimes. Yeah, you might laugh, but you did not do your math. Shout out to the 85ers. I got a question for the Tolos right here. This will be fun. Question for the Tolos. I asked this to the Tolos that follow me on Facebook. You too can follow me on Facebook at uh, Lucius Alexander. L-U-C-O-U-S. Yes, that's my name. Like Lucius Lyons. Alright, question for the Tolos. What feels illegal but isn't? What feels illegal but isn't? I got answers from Tolos like calling out of work. <laughs> It's definitely an uncomfortable feeling. <coughs> yeah, man, I'm not going to be able to make it. <laughs> well, do, you, do you have a fever? Or I don't understand. It's <laughs> COVID going around. Not, I'm not going to be able to make it. Yeah. Uh, what the IRS does to my paycheck feels illegal. Yep. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. I worked harder than this. Mm-hmm. Uh, passing the cops <laughs> that are doing under the speed limit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I get nervous when that happens. Yeah, yeah. it is very. Un- yeah. Yeah, I figure it's more suspicious to go slower than them. <laughs> it is. It, I feel like it is too, especially yeah. if they know they're going slow. Yeah. Like, come on, man, speed up, man, get off that computer, bro. You got the whole traffic behind mm-hmm. you. Everybody's jammed up. They're I got going- pulled over once. I'd had two beers. I'm 19 years old, and they had just passed the law where if you have any beer and you're underage, that's a DWI. Mm. So I see this police officer. I like go ahead of him and then take the first right. I'm like, man, why'd you pull me over? He's like, well, it was obvious you were avoiding me. Oh. Yeah. He looked in your rear view and saw me and took your immediate right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just got to hold your water, man. Yeah. I've been in one of those where I thought this is this is sort of the end for me. And uh, I just I just kept it rolling, kept it rolling, and boom, he peeled off the other way. I'm like, thank God. But that, that one mile or however long it can be can feel like a lifetime. That's right. I was about to say something, little Chuck. Yeah, it, it got me. Uh, I had a headlight out, oh. and I turned like the brights on a little uh, bit so I could see both. Yeah. He's like, "Why you got your brights on, man? Come on!" Damn it! <laughs> Come on, man. It's like, you're so struggling, bro. Yeah. Want to have both lights on? Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to comply over here. Help, man. No. What feels illegal but isn't? Uh, what the Cowboys have done to their fans for yes. the past 28 years? Yeah, that's a great answer. Because you got pay stubs for most of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's illegal or is that is that that's a grift. Yeah, a grift. Maybe yeah. criminal. A Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what feels illegal but isn't being a woman in the state of Texas? Ooh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> uh, toll roads. Yeah, the oh toll roads here in Texas. Yes. For sure. What's up with that? Joke. Yeah. yeah, we've already paid for him by now. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Pretty sure I paid for him by myself. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you like the fines and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah, it was like thirty four hundred at one point in time. I had to pay. Oh. I mean, we talked it down, but they still got a G and something out Dude. of me. That's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, what feels illegal but isn't LED headlights. Those like are bright. Those. They are bright. Yeah, they are bright. I do like those because I can't see. 
at night. <laughs> I realized I was getting older too, and I seen my list of things I need to do. Uh, make a doctor's appointment. Uh, see why that knee makes a cracking sound. Damn. <laughs> 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 yeah. See a dentist, eye doctor. I I had the old lights in the uh, in the van, and I was having to do the the bright light trick because one light was out. Mm-hmm. This guy with new LEDs in a lifted 350. Just lit you up, huh? Yeah. I was across from him in the yeah, stoplight. Yeah. Okay, so his light turns green. It's just a two-way through Sunnyvale. This cat smooth drives right in front of me and then flips on his brights. I was like, I got the message, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Dude, I was blinded. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, what feels illegal but isn't going to the kitchen at night to get some food? I guess in the middle of the night, he meant right there. Yeah. Bob's going. Yeah, because you just, run with that. somebody's going to eat after you. Getting too loud, you know, yeah. the just being loud. I, I dropped the orange juice one time when I was younger, sneaking in there. Oh, no. Trying to drink it out of the little thing, and it dropped. Bloosh! Tastes better out of the jug. Oh, man, the parents are so mad about Dang that. Uh, what feels illegal but isn't being black. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hell, yeah, it is. Uh, let me see what else. Having unprotected sex feels illegal, they said. Must have been a child of the 80s. The messaging was strong. Yes. AIDS came out, dude, and, yeah. and you would have felt like coming out. So I'm going through fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth grade health class while the AIDS pandemic is exploding. So, at you know, the fear and the, and the, and, and the I don't know what it was, but it was a very, very strong message. Yeah. Especially if that uh, unprotected sex you're having is like your little sneaky link. Oh, well, I bet you're feeling bad. You're feeling out of control oh, right now, sir. Good. Yeah. That heart rate is up. Why is it itch? Oh, no. Uh, let's see what else. What feels illegal but isn't? I asked this to the Tullos that follow me on Facebook. You too can follow me on Facebook, Lucius Alexander. Uh, asking for money that someone owes you feels illegal. Hey, man, what the $25 at, bro? You was begging me. You was wearing me out about that $25. Oh, I thought you were just giving me that. I didn't think I had to pay it back. <sighs> Called me every other day. I was looking at my cash app, too. I was just going through it for the past four years. Nobody sent me any money. Is this is yeah. all me sending people money or people requesting money from me. Wow. Yeah. I have no love out here in these streets, bro. Bank of the South. Yeah. Except for my father. My, my pops did send me some money one time. Uh, what feels illegal but isn't sleeping in? Oh. Let's consider sleeping in. How long is that? Where are you? Where, where are we waking up at? They said, "Man, that man slept in today." For me, like an hour and thirty minutes after the normal time, so it, it hit around seven forty-five. I've slept in. <sighs> okay, well, that's not cool. Damn. My body won't let me go. It's yeah. it's annoying. Okay, that's you get out. What time do you go to sleep then? Nine thirty. Uh, Eleven. I usually go to sleep at 11 and wake up at 6, 6, 15. Yeah. So if I go to if I go dang near to 8, I'm good, man. Nine hours. Oh, what? Yeah. I might roll out of bed sometimes 10 o'clock on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I think 10 o'clock is like yeah. the official you slept in. Yeah. And you're asleep on a weekend. Huh? You're asleep? No, I'm like watching movies, falling in and out of sleep, something like that. I'm still yeah. lazy. I'm still being hella lazy about it. Good for you. Yeah. It's only on Saturdays. Yeah. I got to recover. Sundays, I'm, I'm up, back at my five or something like that, feeling good. Uh, what feels illegal but isn't? Pooing after a good shower. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. That's terrible. Jump back yeah, in just there. cleaned. Jump back in. Yeah, yeah I hate jumping. I just mush that junk down there. 
Do it uh, before. <laughs> Got to do it before. Yeah, usually push do. it. Push yeah. it on down Sometimes there, you have some coffee. In the shower? Yeah, push it on down there. Let the water run. Push it on down there. good. Yeah, especially if it's not good and solid. You be all right, bro. Uh, what feels illegal but oh isn't? Do you use a big toe to do that? No, that whole a, foot. Is that oh, a big toe? Not a whole foot, bro. You just mo- <laughs> motion yeah. poo down the drain? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We mean business, bro. This one's doing a little t- small toe. You got to mash that joint That's up in there. That's what I'm saying, though, You got to curb stomp that thing. I, yeah. I just could not handle it going between my toes. Oh, no. No, nah, you got to use the bottom of your foot. And the then, heel? Uh, yeah, you got to use the, um, uh, the detachable shower thing. Oh, <laughs> I'm not I getting back that. in the shower, bro. I'm, I'm talking about, thing. okay, then I'm squirting that, like, the, the gel. I'm putting the gel down there on it if I'm doing Good that. Good for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm actually trying to sanitize it a little bit if uh, I was to do In that. those occasions yeah. where you, if you were to shower. do that, yeah. you if already I was got it thought do, out, though. Yeah. <laughs> what feels illegal. I, I would. But isn't. Not, no, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, you would. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> They hit yeah, you sometimes you while you're in the shower. It's good. Get and out. All of a sudden you're just get out. You're like, just oh, get out. Man. Just get out of the shower. Get out. Get out. All wet and drippy. Yes. Do we get down to a catcher stance here, Lucius, or can you just kind of It's kind of lean over a little bit. Yeah, okay. got it. Oh, man, my oh. stomach hurts. Blocka, 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 blocka. All right. Well, I'm good to go now. Blocka, 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 blocka. What feels illegal, but is the next person, though? Oh, dear God. Oh, I only use my shower. There's a few showers in the house, and mine is mine. So it's my bathroom and everything. Nobody uses my bidet Nobody's, that I know of. Nobody, huh? Nobody uses my shower that I know of. Well, I understand why they don't want to use your shower. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, now they know. They didn't know that till now <laughs> if they heard it. I appreciate you being vulnerable. Yeah. Heard it. Right. So wait, so this this is an honest conversation. We're actually. I've done it before. Yeah, heck yeah, man. <laughs> well, because I know you'll urinate in an airplane sink from time to time. I sure have. I love peeing in sinks. Yes. Yes. Right I, there. <laughs> it's right there at the height, bro. Yeah, it's perfect. It, it, it makes no sense. No, that sinks. I totally get what you're saying there. Yeah, if I can get one made, it'd be right there like that. I did not have Lucius Peg, though, as a poo, you know, shower poo guy. I, I don't do it all the time, but yeah, it has happened before. Yeah. Magnesium in the morning and it didn't <laughs> properly process, and then all yeah. of a sudden it hits you at one time because that hot water's on your belly. For sure. Yeah, 314 <laughs> says that's called a waffle stomp. That's gross, but yes, I feel you, fam. Yeah, that's oh. gross. I have waffle stomped maybe twice in my life. It all happened after the age of 40. What feels illegal but isn't uh, paying for paying for a life or death surgery. Yeah. You got to have the surgery. You won't make it. Uh, it's $35,000, too, by the way. You got insurance. Yeah. Insurance isn't going to cover it. <laughs> insurance going to cover it. You've been saving, right, in this economy? Surely you have yeah. uh, 35 G stacked up, right? Yeah. Uh, we could take that kidney and take about 50% <laughs> off of that thing for you. Uh, let's see. Walking out of a store without paying for anything kind of feels weird. That is so weird. How do they know which card to charge? You know? Oh, you. Oh, wait, what? Like those oh, little, the new, uh, yeah. the little kiosk situation yeah. where you can walk in and grab something. They'd be like, "All right, you good." Yeah. I haven't actually been in one of those. I've I've read about them, but this I one downstairs, isn't it? No, that one you actually you uh, scan swipe? and swipe. Okay. Yeah, but the one at the Angel Stadium when we went to the game with everybody, that was a little scan and go deal. I just went and got water. That's right, and walked out. Yes, and okay. I don't. They've got one at the Rangers ballpark too. Cool. That's creepy. Yeah. You don't scan anything. They just know it was you, and you get charged. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Is that going on my Amazon? Are they scanning That's my entire right. wallet? What's happening there exactly? I'm not sure, but it, yeah. yeah. Uh, what feels illegal but isn't? Net pay on your check. Your net pay. Yeah. Yeah, it feels illegal. Using coupons at the self-checkout. Uh, Delta 8 products. For sure. Yeah. 
It should be because who's testing them? Who's regulating yeah. them? Yeah. What is that? Is that what just is that? regular weed and they sprayed something on it? What is that? I don't know. Leave that alone, people. Leave it alone. What feels illegal but isn't? Taking the condiments when you leave a restaurant. Yes. Uh, court fees. Mm. Uh, being Mexican. <laughs> and resale ticket prices. Oof. Feels illegal but that it is isn't. <laughs> Maybe all the ingredients in our food here in America. Sure. Other countries don't even have these type of ingredients in their food. Yes. Yeah. Like dyes and food yeah. colorings. They're, and, they're banned. Yeah, they're banned substances. And for us, they're two for 99 cents. It's like, yeah, of course two there's for, yeah. a thousand no ingredients in this chip. Why wouldn't there be? Yeah. Please eat them. You can get a toy. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Who wouldn't want their soda to glow? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what we need. It's better that way. Uh, G-Bag of the day. We do it every day, every weekday on the fan at 2.30. If you see anything floating out there, don't be afraid to hit me up, man. It's your boy, Lucky Lucius P. on social media. Lucius Alexander on Facebook, like I said before. Or you can go to G-Bag Nation uh, on Twitter, and you can follow every last one of us. We're in the bio right there. G-Bag Nation on Twitter. Our winner right here, we got another hockey announcer. We're going up to Nova Scotia. It's a high school hockey announcer. I think the puck got away from him. And uh, it was heading his way, and he got scurred. The rush. Pulls it back there, and now Murphy. Murphy throws the pass across. <laughs> and that puck's going to go out of play here, and uh, that's going to do it for that sequence right there. 9.25 left. I apologize if I just uh, uh, just damaged your eardrums there. Just It went right over the mesh, right over my head, so... Uh, I, I apologize <laughs> I for that. Apologize. I'm sorry. Everyone's... A uh, few people look at me. I'm fine. Just I'm fine. Just... Fine. <laughs> Oh my God! As oh my God, I apologize for that one right there, and for saying sorry. "Oh my God," I shouldn't be saying that. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to catch my breath here. Uh, just okay. Just all right. As we're back to this thing, rush here with it. Yeah, <laughs> back to the action. It sounded like somebody was pinching him on the arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got a tarantula on you? Yeah. What's going on, brother? Uh, hey, New Orleans Saints GM. What's his name? Mickey Loomis. Loomis. Mickey Loomis. He had a presser today to say head coach Dennis Allen is staying. He's staying. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah. But does anything else stand out from this press conference to you? Pay attention. Bill Belichick. Here's his first three seasons. Six and ten, seven and nine, seven and nine. Tom Landry. 0 and 11, 4 and 9, 5 and 8, 4 and 10, 5 and 8. Hall of Fame coaches, all of them. Bill Walsh, first year, 2 and 14, second year, 6 and 10. So I think the easy thing to do is just look at the results and say, oh, no, we've got to have a change. you got to look beyond that. You know, what are the reasons why we were 9 and 8 instead of, you know, 13 and 4? And, look, it's, it's collective. It's the players. It's the coaches. It's me. It's our personnel staff, our roster. It's variables sometimes that we don't have any control of. Um, <laughs> Bassic, Bassic part of the press conference here? Is that juicy fruit? Man, how can you talk so what? much while chewing so fast? Bubblelicious. What is going so on? Yeah. Oh, PR man. guy should get fired for that one. What's going on, bro? Yeah. Uh, Angela Yee, shout out to Angela Yee. She does a uh, syndicated radio show, and every time a guest comes in her show and they're chewing gum, she just puts her hand out right there. Yeah. Just put the gum in here. I don't care who you are, just put this Spit gum in here. Wow. Yeah. And before we get out of here, I wonder how uh, Dallas Cowboy is feeling. You guys remember how, remember Dallas Cowboy, somebody's name? 
Oh. He remembers a cowboy fan that named his kid Dallas Cowboy. Whoa. Oh, wow. How's it going? Oh, wow. I, what y'all see in me, that's my Cowboys life family. But then I got my nine-year-old. His name is Dallas Cowboys. You know, and like he said, he feels he's a chosen one. You know what I mean? It just, like I said, not knowing where we were at, just me loving my team, you know? Everybody got names, you know? It's just a name, but his name has a big meaning to it, and that's because that's America's team. And he, he understands what we're doing, you know? He understands what his name means now. You know, we had a little issues where kids were making fun of him and you know, kind of had to break it down to him, hey, it's gonna happen. They make fun of daddy too. But one day you'll be like, they won't make fun of you. <laughs> one day. One day. <laughs> one day, <laughs> Dallas. Keep your head up, cowboy. Keep your head up, cowboy. Maybe not one day soon. <sighs> one day. Uh, probably. It will happen for you, bro. All right, Lord willing, the creek don't rise. That's my time. See you boys tomorrow. Holla. Thank you, Lucius. There he goes. L.A. Live every night, 540 here in the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Number one rated segment in Afternoon Drive Sports Radio here in DFW. Okay, uh, Wolchuk, is this uh, questions for wildcard losers? Yeah, what are your biggest cowboy questions? 877-881-1053. We'll do that next on The Fan.